0: Coach Taku, making anime your new life coach. Coach Taku comrades, oh, that's a good one. Coach Taku comrades, what do you all think of that? I'm still trying to figure out what to call our listeners. (laughs) It is I, your rambling host, Christina Stathopoulos, joined by your brilliant—I almost said great and brilliant and got brilliant—brilliant host Mary. And thanks for joining us for another episode. This week we are chatting about the anime series Given. And so, uh, you know, Mary and I have been having a lot of fun trying to come up with one liners to summarize these (laughs) series that are accurate and yet also a little ironic. And so if you've never seen Given, it's basically the story of a high school boy who owns a very expensive Gibson guitar, despite not knowing how to play it. And by becoming berated by one of his classmates, he goes on to join a band and fall in love. So a couple of things about the series. First of all, um, this is just a quick disclaimer that we're just covering the original 12 season or 12 episode first season. Uh, This is not going to be a conversation about the movie, so you don't have to worry about any spoilers. However, as someone who has seen the movie, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It goes more deeply into Haruki and Akihiko's relationship line. Um, but yeah, other than that, anything else you want to add about Given Mary?
1: I think that was the best summary ever. I was like, yes, I, I, when I saw it, I was like, yes, I love that one. And the coaching topic that we're bringing to this conversation is, of course, about passion. And specifically how passion relates to our commitments. Like if we were looking at our commitments from a lens of passion, how, to, well, how would we fulfill in them? You know, what would change for us? And when we think about how passionate we are about certain things or what that looks like for us when we do have passion about things, imagine bringing that into different projects and aspects of your life and what you could create from that place. So that's why Given is a it's a really excellent series to talk about this conversation because we can explore the different passions that the characters are bringing and how it manifests for them as the story progresses.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I'll say about passion is you know passion can also be a place where we reinvent. Like sometimes where I look with my clients is. Hey, you know, we're working on your relationship project and we're working on your business project. You're super passionate about going on the dates you need to go on and meeting new people and like finding the one for you. But the passion's missing in your business project. What do we need to reinvent here? And so I think Given is also a really great series because I think for a lot of these characters, their passion starts in one place and slowly bleeds into other areas of their life because of the relationships that are developing. Um, And the last shout out I want to give before we dive in for this week is part of why I am passionate about (laughs) Given is it's one of those few series out there that has LGBTQIA plus representation, but doesn't make it dramatic or traumatic, or it's not fetishized. It's just Uh, a a series about people that happen to be gay, um, which I'm a huge fan of in the anime genre. And if you're also a fan of it, just to give you a heads up and a shout out, we did a Yuri on Ice episode a couple months back that I think is stellar. And naturally, we talk all about love in that series. So if you haven't listened yet, I highly recommend you go to our archives and check it out.
1: So let's start this conversation with our one of our main characters, Mafuyu. I'm going to tell you, Christina, like when I was introduced to him, I was like, is he an alien? Like, what is up with this kid? Because he was so clueless. I mean, we're introduced to him. And I feel like someone needed to teach him how to speak or how to be because he has... Okay, so the first introduction to this character is on a stairway in high school in the middle of, I guess, one of their breaks. And he has this beautiful, expensive guitar and he doesn't know what to do with it. But he has such a like wide eyed Joe look and he just seems to approach life this way. And you're like, what happened to this kid? Like he has amnesia about what happened in his life or something like that. And then you have you know, Utsuka who's there and he's like, oh, let me, he sees that one of the strings is off and he's like, let me fix this for you. And that's when Mafuyu goes, oh, um, can you teach me how to play? And he does it with such a pleading face that you know that there's definitely a story here. And that's kind of the first glimpse we get into Mafuyu and the source of his own passion. And what we see about him in that beginning is like, he just wants to play the guitar. He has a passion for learning the, d- the guitar, but we don't know why. Uh, we don't know how he got the guitar <laughs> because obviously he doesn't know the first thing about it. And w- it's just really intriguing, very mysterious. And I'm not sure if you also had that same feeling around him when you-, you saw him first, Christina.
0: Oh, my God. I love how you assumed he must have been an alien or something. That's probably the best. <laughs> Mister. That would have been the wildest <laughs> twist. Um yeah for sure you know I think what you're what you're reflecting on about Mufuyu Mary is there's what at first seems like a cluelessness about him but I feel like as you continue to watch the series you realize it's it's likely a protectiveness like him being absent-minded actually protects him from being with some of the very real things that he is facing in his life and I reference that because you know, Mafuyu's passion journey, if we want to call it that, it starts like a lot of ours. Like he seems very excited and intent on starting something. And then what you notice is he becomes, as uh, Ritsuka is finally, you know, his will is whittled away and he finally says yes to teaching Mafuyu, like you see some tentativeness set in. There's like It's like he finally has the thing that he wants, but he's not chasing it as aggressively or as passionately as you may have anticipated based on how hard he fought to get these lessons. And I think what's really revealing about this is, and this is a pretty big spoiler alert, so just as a warning, um, and I'm also going to use the manga for details about this because the manga does a good job of really sussing out what has happened in Mufuyu's past. But what you learn is that it's not just that this kid happened to find an expensive guitar and created this crazy dream of learning how to play it. But that in actuality, Mufuyu has lost someone in his life. Like the guitar actually belonged to his boyfriend who is dead. And all of a sudden, the tentiveness and the absent-mindedness and the cluelessness you have this moment of like, oh, this is the story of a boy who is dealing with the grieving process in a very circular way. Like there's a desire to be with his feelings of no longer having this person in the world, but then there's a protective front of, but I can't go there yet. I can't feel that thing yet. I can't totally accept the reality of this yet. Yeah, and
1: it makes for a very Confusing and messy, at times messy, dynamic between Mifuyu and the rest of the characters in the story, especially Rutsuka, who is teaching him, and he has a totally different personality, and his source of passion comes from a different place. So, this contradiction of energies kind of clashes because Mifuyu not being open about what's happened to him and where he is right now uh, makes him seem non-committed at times, or like he's not as invested as the rest of the band in moving forward. And at times Ritsuka, I think, even relates to him as um like clueless or not, you know, it's there's this sense like he's just not giving his all. And there's a confusion as to why that is. So what we find as the story progresses and as we learn more of Mifuyu's journey and what he's going through and what he's experiencing is a lot of guilt tied to his grief because in a way he feels responsible for what happened to his to his previous boyfriend. And also finding the words to express that pain, which is kind of like his whole, his whole like drama in the series. Cause he, there's this song, he has the, he, he knows what the beat is. He knows the rhythm, but he can't find the words to express what he's feeling. And the, finally, the, the highest moment, like the moment that he's actually able to express himself, express that passion comes when he's in in the band and all lights are on them. And it's time to go. And nobody knows what's going to happen because he hasn't saying one word <laughs> throughout. the the entire series and then in that moment just it's beautiful because he just expresses all the pain and it's like I think someone in the anime described it as like a scream with a sound and that was so impactful because it was such a release of passion and it was such a release of energy and grief and love and all of that combined which created something really striking For Not just for him, but for everybody.
0: Yeah, and I think in that way, Mufuyu does a really great job of representing how a lot of us self-sabotage our passion. Um, Because, you know, look, for this character, this is inside of a grieving process. But we all have things that we're passionate about to the point where we get scared of fucking them up. Like We get so attached to the way that it needs to look. And so wrapped up in the perfection of it that we get held back. And I think Mafuyu's aha moment in singing was recognizing that it wasn't a matter of having the perfect words to remember this person and really confront the pain that he was in. It was choosing to allow any of the words at all. And, you know, um, I believe when this episode aired, the clip of it from Crunchyroll went pretty viral because I give the voice actor so much credit. It's a potent scene. Like, even if you haven't watched the series, first of all, what are you doing here? But second of all, if you need a reminder, like, I would go back and listen because, like, to your point, Mary, someone describes it as, like, giving a screen, like, giving a scream of voice or giving a scream words or something. And it's it's breathtaking. Like as someone that doesn't speak a lick of Japanese, besides what I pretend my weeb brain knows, like I can still feel the emotion that is pushed through in this song. And I think that's what makes it so passionate and so powerful. But to pivot a little bit, uh, Mary hinted at this earlier, but if Mufuyu is the tentative little lamb that's learning how to roar like a lion. Ritsuka is fun because I'd assert he's kind of more like the traditional teenage boy. Very loud, very headstrong, very determined. And because he loves the guitar, he's so freaking passionate about it that he feels compelled to take a Gibson out of the hands of another sleeping kid and replace its strings and tune it properly. (laughs) So... Ritsuka, the relationship to passion passion appears much more apparent at the start because for him, it's about the music. It's about honoring the instrument. And you even see when he agrees to take Mofuyu on as a student, quote unquote, uh, there's a scene of him in the classroom looking up the best ways to teach someone else the guitar. Because if he's going to take this on, then he's going to take it on seriously because. Music is a serious thing to him. It's something that he's very passionate about. Yeah, and what we know about Ritsuka is that
1: he's been playing for a while and he's extremely talented. Like he has a following people. uh, He sells out concerts or whatever venues he's in. And what we learn about him as when um, Mifuyu joins the band is that he lost some of that spark. And I think my assertion is from just watching the interactions is that, Watching Mafuyu's kind of cluelessness kind of gives Ritsuka this fire to say, oh, let me show you, like, let me show you what this could sound like if you knew how to play this. And that kind of brings a new energy into his playing. And I think that stems from being able to teach someone. And because there's this one scene where he's like, how did I even start? And so like, he couldn't even remember. When he wasn't with a guitar and it's almost like um, it reminds me almost like Yuri on Ice in kind of like how he's taken on this role that as a teacher and in being the teacher he gets a new spark he gets to experience the guitar from a whole new place and that actually is a different place for him to access passion from. And I think the other place that is really interesting and it's really fun to watch is just starting to see his feelings develop for Mifuyu because he's a high school kid. He's still like finding himself and understanding what he likes and doesn't like. And I think this is his first time like where he's ever liked someone else before. And he's experiencing this at the same time while he's experiencing music. And he fuels that into his music in a way.
0: Yeah, and additionally, so... Ritsuka, I think, really embodies that example I gave earlier of when you could ask a client or ask yourself even, you know, where am I passionate in some areas of my life, but I'm not as passionate in others. And Ritsuka already had the, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make music happen. But as he grows closer to Mufuyu and as he starts to unearth these feelings, you see him take on that same level of passion to try to push Mufuyu to have his big breakthrough moment. Like he embodies that same, I'm gonna do whatever it takes for you to finally just like open your goddamn mouth and (laughs) scream into a microphone and have a song come out. And I think what's really endearing about that is to your point, Mary, taking Mufuyu on as a student reignites his passion for music but i also think it has him relate to the way that music can bring people together in a new way and one of the scenes that always struck me in this show was when haruki actually calls him out during a particular band practice for not sounding the way that he usually does and haruki being the team mom <laughs> that he is and kind of the mom of the band that he is reflects that he thinks it's because Ritsuka is wrapped up in how Mafuyu is doing. And so it, it's a really cool reflection on Haruki's part because it has Ritsuka get to reflect on how his relationships are now informing his playing. And it's not just him up against the world with a band as a hobby. It's actually, oh, like my love and passion for music grows as my love and passion for people grows. So how can I continue to honor both of them at the same time and grow both these things in the same way?
1: It's such an awesome question to ask ourselves, you know, to reflect on like, how do we integrate? How can I bring the passion that I have in this one thing and bring it into this other area of my life? I think that's a a really important question to sit with. But another character in this Crazy cast is uh, Haruki. And Haruki, like Christina mentioned earlier, he's like the mother of the band. (laughs) extremely nurturing, extremely fun to watch because I think his passion is really reflected in the way that he takes care of of, of the people around him and ensuring that the band has everything that they need to succeed. And I think. I love watching the way that he relates to Akihiko because I think that also it tells a lot. It tells a lot about hierarchy and the way that he relates to people by watching his interactions with Akihiko because you can tell from the beginning that he has feelings for Akihiko, but at the same time, he's not attached to the results or the outcome. Like he says, okay, this I know. I feel this. I know I like him, and I have like this girly crush on him. And I'm okay with all of that. And I'm gonna do what I need to do to keep the band moving. And so throughout the series, we actually see him and interact with the other band members. So he dotes a lot on Mafuyu, and he makes sure that Mafuyu is ready and comfortable to perform. And it's really nurturing and caretaking. And I think what's awesome about him is that he he's able to adapt to the people. like Because the thing is, like we don't all receive information the same way. So Ritsuka actually calling <laughs> Mafuyu out was probably not the best way to get the message across. But Haruki knows how to talk to the different characters. So where he uses a nurturing approach with Mafuyu, with Ritsuka, he, he uses a very direct approach and is able to call him out all the time. And then he's on Akihiko as well. Like he makes sure that Akihiko is on point, is ready, is prepared to do what he needs to do to perform. And I think that's a lot of where his passion stems from. It's like the unity, the community that this band represents for him.
0: Yeah, and even with all of the strengths that Haruki brings to the table of being passionate in service of others, if I could coach him, he'd probably be of the four main members of the band. He'd probably be one of the characters I'd get most excited to coach because I think the reinvention available for him, which spoiler alert does finally occur in the movie, so go watch it, um is to bring that same level of passion and care to his own needs and what he wants out of life and what he desires. Because I do think the the one gap for him as a character is he's so attentive to everyone else that sometimes I wonder if he's really getting what he needs. And there's even that moment where Akihiko reflects that he, uh Haruki's always saving his ass. Like he's always the backstop that makes sure that everyone's handled. And I, I got curious from the first season, like, well, who is Haruki's ass? <laughs> like, you know, like who's got his back and who's, who makes sure who's the one that makes sure that he's handled and he's safe and nurtured and has all those things. Um, and speaking of Akihiko, truthfully, he's probably the wild card in the passion conversation. And so we're not going to spend a lot of time on him today. Uh, if you want to see Akihiko really fully embody an unbridled relationship to passion, again, go watch the movie. And then if you really, really like it, or if you've already seen it and you really, really like it and you're pissed that we're not talking about him and Haruki's relationship more, let us know because I would easily convince Mary to watch it so we can do a part two of this episode. But with that being said, any thoughts that you do want to provide around this character for what you know about him in this moment, Mary? I think he... Okay, so when we talk about Akihiko, I think that he's very
1: closed off, but there's definitely a deep sense of passion that he, for whatever reason, is just not ready or willing to share in many different ways. I think one with himself, but two with others. And if we look at the way that he relates to the band and the people, I think he has a strong passion for music, for really expressing his voice and for the self-expression of the people around him, if not for himself.
0: Yeah, at least my personal take on it, and again, I might have watched with knowing eyes because I'd also read the manga, is it feels like Akihiko doesn't get to be passionate with others. Like it's something that's reserved for himself, by himself, in the comfort of his own isolation when he's practicing his music on his own or when no one has to see him. And so from where he is by the end of season one, if I could coach Akihiko, I think it would be looking at his relationship to vulnerability, um, like specifically allowing, allowing others in to see what it is that he's passionate about and how as he allows them in, what could actually be available for him. Because I think Haruki's managed to weasel his way in from his own pure stubbornness and commitment to relationships. But you see that that's not Akihiko's uh, default commitment on his own. He needs it, he needs the nudge. Yes to all of that.
1: <laughs> and again, if you want us to cover more into Akihiko, especially because I haven't read the manga or seen the movie yet, let us know because I'm sure that we'll be happy to cover And with that, I just want to say that for me, like the question around bringing passion to our commitments is really like multifaceted and whether you're in that place where you are really excited and really terrified because you're finding that the things are happening and manifesting for you and you want to back out, or whether it's the conversation as to the reinvention of passion and how you bring it from one place to another, like if you want to have any of those, any of. More of that combo, please reach out. We're happy to support you in that process.
0: Yeah, for sure. And as always, if you really loved this episode and you want more, don't forget to come hang out with us on our live during Friday evenings, usually around 6 p.m. But we always let you know if we're going to mix it up. Thank you so much for all of the love and support until now, and we can't wait to catch you in our next episode. Bye. You're subscribing, so you never miss a new episode. Have an idea for an episode or a show you'd love us to discuss
1: DM us on our insta coach taku pod or email us at coachtakupod@gmail.com.
0: at gmail.com. Love your wonderful host. In that case you can follow me Christina at here on Instagram and you can follow Mary at mary ery dot the nerdy coach. Thanks so much catch you in the next one.